Uh, 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 Podcast starts now. Okay, welcome to the podcast. Uh, what we're going to do today is get into a couple of user game recaps from the end of the year. Uh, then we'll do a playoff preview, kind of, because some of the playoff games have already happened. And this is a podcast, so you don't listen to it immediately. So you may even listen to it after the rest of the games have happened. But we'll do it anyway. We'll just make it brief. So playoff preview. Uh, then we'll get into some of the uh, strategy and scheme talk, and we'll talk about Inside Zone, um, and then we have a fan question. So, uh, let's get to the game recaps. Uh, these are two Packers games here at the end of the year. Uh, the first one, I don't remember what week this was, but it was the Packers and Panthers, and the Packers came out on top in this game. Um, the Panthers made it a one-score game really with a late touchdown, but then they didn't get the onside's kick, so it looked a little closer than it was, but I think this was pretty clear domination by the uh, Packers. Uh, let's see if I can find this game here. Week 12? Yes, week... Tw- no. Yes, week 12. 35-33 Green Bay. Um, and Green Bay threw it fairly efficiently, and the Panthers weren't able to do a whole lot on offense most of the game. One of those scores, I think, was a pick six. Um, but this was really kind of the beginning of the end, or, or maybe more the middle of the end of the season for the Panthers, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the playoff preview. Um, but fairly high-scoring game, really pretty fun to watch. Uh, The second game was the Week 17 game between the Packers and Patriots, and the Patriots won that one. Uh, I don't know if the Patriots were sitting any of their players getting ready for the playoffs, but the Packers definitely were. Uh, The Packers sat probably more starters than they started, and um, probably should have sat their quarterback, Phil Corcoran. I think it's Cochran, actually. Uh, They probably should have sat him as well, but Coach Toll is, you know, he's got a little bit of an ego, maybe, like many people, and he couldn't resist the opportunity to try to beat the Patriots with the guy that the Patriots passed up in the draft with backup players. That would have been just a a really great narrative to put out into the world, uh, but couldn't quite get it down. Only lost by three, and really... Uh, The Packers, if they hadn't thrown two pick sixes after the two-minute warning in the first half, then the Packers probably do win this game. Uh, New England threw a pick six in the second half. So three pick sixes in this game. Uh, So some kind of ugly quarterback play. Uh, Of course, I've been talking about uh, Daniel Jones' ugly quarterback play all year, and and some of it happened in this game. Uh, New England didn't run the ball real well. They really didn't do much on offense. They ran the ball a little bit late when they really needed to. Um, They threw it okay, but not a lot of offense from them. As much of their offense came from the pick sixes as anything else. And Green Bay couldn't run the ball at all. They they threw it mostly and moved it up and down the field, but struggled in the red zone and, and like I said, had 
a bunch of interceptions. Uh, so not much more to talk about there. Those, those late-in-the-year games that don't have any playoff implications are really pretty boring. So we'll move right on from them, and we'll get to our playoff preview. Uh, in the playoffs, in the wild-card round, round, the Chiefs beat the Bengals 35-7. They're moving on, and that takes us to our preview. In the divisional round, uh, the Browns already played their game, and they beat the Colts uh, 56 to nothing. Um, so they'll be moving on. Uh, we always know that the Browns are usually going to be in the AFC Championship game at least. Uh, we'll have the Chiefs and the Patriots, and that's a big one to look forward to. The Chiefs won that earlier in the year, and, and I'm really looking forward to this game. I don't know when it's going to happen, but I, if I remember right, both teams... Oh, I, I remember I didn't see that game because of internet problems. Um, <clears throat> but in one of the scrimmages before that game, the, the Patriots were throwing interceptions like crazy. So I'll be curious to see if they can protect the ball a little better. Are they going to be able to run the ball on the Chiefs so that they don't have to rely on the passing game as much? Or are the Chiefs going to take care of the running game? I think that's the real key to this one. Um, and then, of course, the Chiefs also have to stay away from the turnovers. Um, but these two teams have played some good games recently, and I think this one's going to be really, really close. Vegas has got, this is at the Patriots, so Vegas has got this game, New England, by one and a half. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be really entertaining. So the Browns will be playing the winner of that game, and I'm looking forward to it. That's going to be really exciting. Uh, in the NFC, the Panthers failed to make the playoffs. And we're going to do a deep dive into that here in just a minute because I think we need to try and figure out why the Panthers are not in the playoffs. That's a talented team. Um, and so this probably means that the Packers are going to go to the Super Bowl. That really cleared the way to make it a little easier for them. Not a guarantee. They haven't played well the last couple of weeks, um, but I'd still be shocked if they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. So uh, we'll be seeing the Packers taking on... One of those other three teams, probably, um, or definitely, they're all three. Uh, those are the only three teams left in the AFC. So let's get to the Panthers and try to figure out what went wrong. And this is hard to do when you're looking at a team where most of the games were simulated. Um, and so what you can do is look at the stats some and try to see and... What I see, as I just glance at their box scores, is a lot of low-scoring games. Even some of them that they won, they're not. They're under 20 points, or they're close to 20 points. Um, so maybe need offensive help, but this team's pretty good on offense. So let's look at the season stats and see what we can learn about the Panthers. Now, you also have to consider, in these types of situations... What's the locker room like on this team? Is it toxic? Is, do we have a coaching problem, a leadership problem? Is the team in big cap trouble? Uh, I know that for the first time in a long time, they were maybe facing some cap challenges that they did not, uh, they hadn't in the past. Looks like they're right in the middle of the pack on total yardage. Um, quite a bit of passing yardage. 1,000 rush yards, 1,099 rush yards. That is third to last uh, for the season, so that's not a good good thing for the Panthers. What else do we have? 
Defensively, I know the Panthers have been good for a long time, and they are fifth or sixth, it looks like, in total defense this year. So that's pretty good. Uh, not bad against the pass. I think they're, well, they're about middle of the pack in the pass. And against the run, Chiefs, Browns, Patriots, Packers are the top four, but I don't see the Panthers, so maybe a problem stopping the run. Yeah, they're right in the middle of the pack there. Um, so maybe, maybe I overestimated the Panthers' talent. Maybe they're middle of the pack just all the way around. Uh, one good thing to always look at is sacks. Is your defense getting sacks? And tops in the league in sacks was the Patriots with 67. Uh, the Browns are third, Packers are fourth. And then I see the Chiefs, I, they need to put ranks here. I don't know where they are, it's somewhere around eighth, I think. And the Panthers are several spots down. So they're middle of the pack on sacks, too. Are they taking the ball away? They had five fumble recoveries. That's pretty good. Uh, but only ten interceptions, so that's also kind of middle of the pack. Uh, the Chicago Blues led the league with 21. So you want to be into the teens on interceptions. A uh, big one to look for is turnover differential. Where did the Panthers rate on that? And here, I think, is the biggest indicator for why the Panthers did not make the playoffs. So this is a 7-9 team. They threw 25 interceptions and lost 3 fumbles. They're negative 13 and turnover differential. So that is probably the biggest reason that we're not seeing the Panthers in the playoffs this year, although it could be that they've had a COVID-19 outbreak amongst their team, and that's why they're not performing well. Um, could also be that, from what I hear, um, they're probably going to be having a coaching change. Uh, so hopefully that new coach can do better with the uh, overwhelming talent on that team than the old coach could. Again, this is a team with a very young, very talented secondary. They've drafted receivers well the last few years. They always seem to have a really solid offensive line. So I would think that uh, they've maybe been underachieving a little bit. But if they're throwing 25 interceptions, there's either a scheme problem where they just can't get people open and their quarterback is forcing it, or they may need to look for a new quarterback as well as a new coach. So we'll see what the Panthers do in the offseason, see if they can get this thing fixed. But uh, I'm rooting for them. I always forget they're in our league. They're just the most forgettable team. But, you know, I want them to be relevant again. So we'll see who they get for a coach. So let's get on to learning about the inside zone now. I know everybody's going to want to know, you know, as much as they can about this, how it works, what are the deep insights into the inside zone. Well, First thing you need to know, and this is not obvious because it's not in the title, but inside zone is a running play. So when you call inside zone, you should expect that you will be running the ball. Now, it's an inside zone, so that means inside of something. Inside of something, in this case, inside of the tackles probably. You know, running the ball kind of in the middle of the field. So, in order to run an inside zone, you want to run the ball inside. 
Why is it a zone? Well, it's because a zone indicates that blockers will be blocking a certain zone. They'll be blocking a certain area. Um, this came about uh, as, as football developed decades ago. Uh, the defenses used to be pretty static. They would always be the same. Uh, and you could line up and you could tell this guy, go block this guy, this guy, go block this guy. And you could have blocking schemes like that. Uh, and then defenses learned, hey, we can move around. We can disguise what we're doing. We can slant. We can stunt. And it started to get pretty confusing. And so you couldn't just say, hey, you block this guy and block in that direction. Um, and so zone blocking developed where that allows the blockers to adjust to what the defense is doing, uh, no matter how confusing it is, because you tell them you're blocking this area. So then whoever ends up in that area, they'll block them and they don't have to go chasing around some certain guy they were told to block. Um, so one of the big features of the inside zone is that they're going to try to get every defensive lineman or at least every interior defensive lineman double teamed at the snap of the ball. Um, and then one of the linemen will chip off and go block somebody else. But right at the snap of the ball, at least for a period of time, you're going to see defensive linemen or at least defensive tackles double teamed. Uh, and that allows the offense to move the defense a little bit and then also create gaps. Because if the defense is stunting and blitzing and doing crazy things, they can lose gap control. They can get out of position. And zone blocking allows the offense to make sure they get a blocker in every spot so that if defenders are out of position, the one that gets through can't just blow up the play. So that's kind of how inside zone blocking works. And we're going to kind of parlay that in our next episode into some football history. I'll talk about the history of, of zone blocking a little bit. Um, I, I think I'm going to turn this scheme segment uh, more into kind of a, hit, a football history segment, just because I find that more amusing, more interesting at this point. Uh, but if anybody has specific scheme questions, I will, of course, answer them uh, with my usual wisdom and, and insight. Uh, but but next podcast we'll be we'll be looking a little more into the history of zone blocking because it it is pretty interesting. And lastly, we have a listener question, and this question comes to us from Ashley. Ashley writes, "Dear podcast host, I too think that the Packers coach is very very hot and probably the best coach that has ever coached." I also think you are very hot, and you look a lot like the Packers coach. Why, thank you. That's very flattering. Uh, my question is, my boyfriend loves football, and he watches football, and he plays football video games, but I really don't know anything about it. Uh, I don't really like it all that much. I don't want to know all that much about it, but I at least want to talk to him a little bit about football and sound like I know what I'm talking about. What are some things I can say to my boyfriend that'll make me sound like I know what I'm talking about when I talk about football. Sincerely, your biggest fan, just like Scarlett Johansson, Ashley. Well, Ashley, uh, let's see. How do we teach a person who doesn't know much about football to kind of act like they know much about football? Well, first of all, I think your boyfriend's going to be thrilled about this, and most boyfriends love it 
when you come to them while they're watching a football game and just ask them question after question after question about football. So that's one way to really get into it. That'll help you to bond. Um, but a few things, I think I'll just give you some phrases. You just say these phrases uh, and you'll sound like you know what you're talking about. And then um, and he'll just love you even more after that. Uh, so one phrase I think you should talk about is orbit motion. Just say that. Just say that to him, and uh, he'll be very impressed. Um, let's see, one thing you could do during football games, there, there's a saying in football that, man, there is holding on every play. The officials don't always throw the flag, but there is holding on every play. So every play, just go, oh, man, that's holding. And then if he asks, you know, wait, wait where was the holding? You say, there's holding on every play, but that was holding. And if he presses you, then then you just kind of rub his back and you say, I want you to hold me. And uh, that's my favorite kind of holding. And then uh, that'll deflect him from uh, realizing that you really don't know what you're talking about. Uh, another thing you could do is uh, there's, a, there's a formation in football where the quarterback, if the center is snapping it to him through the air, he's not right up at the center, touching the center's butt. Um, that's called a shotgun. So anytime you see that on the TV, you could just say, ooh, shotgun formation. And he'll be so impressed. He'll be so impressed. He'll be like, good job, babe. So every time you see it, say, ooh, shotgun formation. And I think that's a good, you know, that's a good way to get started for you. Uh, if you would like more, then, uh, you know, write in again. I can give you some more or we can meet privately and, and discuss uh, football terms that will impress your boyfriend. So there's another uh, happy listener that's uh, had their question answered and, and everybody's satisfied. So that's the end of today's podcast. Again, next time we'll probably be recapping the playoffs, maybe getting into some off-season stuff. Uh, and we'll also do a little football history segment, history of zone blocking. Uh, and so until next time, remember, if you want your children to listen to you, just speak quietly to someone else and then they'll be very interested.